What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Chan Man Show. I've got a pretty chill episode for y'all tonight. It'll just be me by myself, uh, just like old times. But hey, that doesn't mean we still can't have a little bit of fun. So tonight I'll be talking about uh, mainly music, uh, you know, repping the local scene, kind of why that's important. Uh, my little new fix with bartending and mixing drinks, the whole mixology thing. We talked a little bit about last night and how well that went when I bartended for my friends. When I had a little get-together, a little kickback in my place. And also talk about how the show is doing, guys. The show has been doing better than ever. I'll talk about how many listens I've got recently, the, on the last episode specifically, and the audience size. It, it'll blow y'all's mind. Um, and then honestly, just plans for the future. But uh, with all that being said, guys, as always, thank y'all so much for y'all's support. Uh, the show is growing more and more with each episode, and that's all because of y'all. Uh, I'll talk a little bit more about that later, not get too sappy right now. But honestly, thank you guys so much. Without further ado, let's get right fucking into it, guys. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Chan Man Show. Like I mentioned before, I got a pretty chill episode for y'all. It's gonna be uh, just me, just like uh, good old times, man. Uh, where I'd just be sitting in my room, ranting for like uh, 35 minutes to like an hour and a half, depending on how drunk I was. Uh, and then I'm gonna see what I end up with the night after I upload this. Um, little fun fact: I really don't listen to the full episode uh, after I record these because let's say I just do this episode for an hour, right? So it take a full hour to listen to this thing before I actually put it out. And uh, like that one lady said, uh, ain't nobody got time for that. So uh, without further ado, we're going to get right fucking into it. Um, I mentioned a couple different points I'm going to be talking about tonight. Uh, music being one of them. And um, supporting the local scene, repping the local scene and why that's important. Um, where did I get this sudden idea to, to do that? Well... As y'all know, I recently did this podcast with my friends, um, my new friend, Zach Welch. Uh, met him through my good buddy, uh, Ethan. Um, I, w- I went to high school with this guy, and uh, also Travis. Um, had all these guys on, um, Zach Welch and then the Christian Meth Cowboys. It was a really fun little podcast to do, and I had a blast doing it. And uh, basically, I had them on. Uh, they played for us. Um, they... Uh, Basically, just kept it really, really entertaining. Ethan had his own little setup. He kind of taught me some tips and tricks. But where I'm getting at with this is, I had Ethan um, really give me a lot of pointers, and I'm gonna take a lot of that into consideration if I'm being honest, um, because this isn't necessarily uh, my realm of profession. I mean, like I'm not a professional when it comes to this, man. Um, this is all very new to me. Um, I got a laptop like last year. Uh, really haven't started using it till this year, so. All the software side of things, I am like a fucking baby. I, I know nothing, man. Uh, so I I recently just installed uh, Audacity, which uh, for those who aren't really um, into like the music making scene or don't have the recording software, it's a recording software. Essentially, that's what it is. And uh, basically, you can record tracks, layer tracks. Um, but where I'm getting to with this is that uh, he kind of taught me how to... Well, he taught me that I should try to go ahead and cop one of these uh, 
these softwares. He has an Apple or a Mac or whatever. Um, I have a PC. I've got an MSI laptop. So I'm going to try to use Audacity and see how it works for me. This will probably be the last episode. Um, well, I say that now, knock on wood. Uh, last episode I edit on Anchor. Um, well, I'll still upload it to Anchor. Uh, but the way I do things right now, if I'm sitting and I'm being completely honest, I'm showing all my cards, uh, super unprofessional, right? I mean, I record the intro uh, by pulling up a YouTube video. I think I've mentioned this before. I pull up a YouTube video, play it like full blast, at the, like full like volume, and um, that's going to be like my intro piece. I turn it down, speak for a little bit, turn it back up, and then turn it back down. That's the, that's the intro piece. And then all for my transitions, I just kind of play it from the beginning or from a certain part, and then I turn it down as if, when I don't want it to go too long, like too long. Like I would love to play a full song, but I'm not doing that. Um, it's already kind of weird just playing a clip. Um, and as far as monetization-wise, I'll be honest, I'm not making any money off of this. It's just purely a hobby. But um, if I want to, I need to get into uh, not using copyrighted music. As much as I love my Deftones, I love my Slipknot and Corn, and uh, I played Leonard Skinner earlier. Um, basically, I, I can't play all these these transitions with these copyrighted music, or I'm gonna get my ass like you know copyright struck or striked or whatever. I'm gonna lose all my money for the episode, which I haven't even started making money for it yet. Um, I do have the option to sell out at any time, which would be where I start making advertisements, and that would be awesome. You know, I, I would love to do that. But, um, honestly, I wanted to be humble. I wanted to take it slow. I wanted to get a following first before I sell out, you know, try to make money on this. Um, would I like to make money on this eventually? Of course. You know what I mean? I mean, like, I'd love to do this in the future as, a, like, a full-time thing. Just devote all my time into doing this show. I mean, like, being... You can, you can ask my, my ex. I'd always talk about wanting my dream job to be uh, working on a radio station. I wanted to work for Russ Martin. I want to work for 97.1 The Eagle um, here in Dallas, the syndicated radio show uh, for DFW. I've always wanted to do radio, man. I was a broadcast journalism in middle school. I wanted to do something with the yearbook in like high school, but I, honestly, it was just really clicky. Like it was like a very specific group of people, and it was usually uh, like all the popular girls that are like best friends of the cheerleaders, or they were cheerleaders. It was like it, maybe I think I have one picture in the yearbook. It's like you had to know people that were in the yearbook club to, to really get your picture out there. But anyways, uh, that's just me being salty about not being in the yearbook. I think my last yearbook picture, uh, our last yearbook I had, I was in it like two or three times. I counted. But there's like pictures of the same person, like pages, like multiple pages of the pictures of them and their friends. I'm like, bro, really? <laughs> Can you, could you not <laughs> flex with all your friends on every single fucking page of the yearbook? But anyways... Before I get into some random ass tangent, uh, where I'm going with this is I'm going to try to move on from uh, this kind of janky ass recording um, thing I got going on here because I've had a lot of people hit me up um, to be on the show. Um, one of the guys I had on last episode is actually wanting to be on again. He wants to do a more solo thing uh, where we just kind of talk about video games, music, or whatever. You know, it just kind of comes on mind. Um, but I've had him offer. Um, I've also had another guy who is uh, from the, the Forney area who has his own little music gig going on, and they're about to release their new single, or by the time I have this out, it might already be out. Um, I'm about to message here, him here in a minute, and I'm more than happy to have anyone on right now, uh, except for now that I've seen 
what a more professional setup looks like. I say professional, but we were literally duct taping microphone stands to lamps, and I was knocking them over and breaking a lamp. Um, so I say professional, but since I've seen a more um, efficient, I guess I'll say that, efficient setup, it's just really kind of made me think, I if I'm going to take this seriously... I need to put some. Um, I need to put my money where my mouth is. Essentially, I need to go to the Best Buy, or I need to go to a Radio Shack, Radio Shack, or I need to go to something. Uh, Radio Shack's even still around. I know they're like bankrupt or something, but I need to go invest in the show just a tiny bit more. I already had the laptop. Um, I bought that microphone, this uh, Blue Yeti right here, which is not really an issue with. Um, but uh, apparently, the way to go is XLR XLR microphones, which I do have. Uh, I believe two of. They're not crazy microphones. They're not going to be as nice sounding as this because this was a couple hundred dollars. This was a really nice microphone. Um, and I made sure I got one that was like not really shitty reviews. It's, I sat in the aisle with all the microphones that Best Buy had for like a solid 20 minutes trying to make a decision. And I finally went with this one because it was a part of a bundle package where I got an HD 60 frames per second. Um, uh, by HD, I mean 1080p uh, webcam because I thought about... Uh, taking web uh, web clips or like little clips of uh, me just doing the show live. I thought about doing the, the show on Twitch at one point. If you remember me talking about that several episodes back ago, um, it just seems like a cool idea. Uh, a lot of a lot of inspiration I get from this show is honestly from uh, the big man himself, Joe Rogan. Um, I watch him quite a bit. At least a couple clips a day, I'm watching him. And also before that, I mentioned before. Uh, the main man himself, uh, fucking Howard Stern. Uh, back when I lived in California in like, uh, 07, 06 or whatever, um, dude was fucking more popular than ever. Sirius Radio just came out, like, it was Sirius XM was a big thing, and they, um, they had this little thing where they had their little clips of, uh, them doing their show live on a certain channel, I think on Dish, or Comcast, whatever the fuck I had back then, might have been DirecTV, I don't know, um. But anyways, I thought it was so interesting to see them doing the radio show and them, you know, talking from across the room and everything. Like, who would, who would have thought just watching people talk in a room would be that interesting? It was. I mean, they, they had a shit ton they had a shit ton of fucking guests. That, that's why it was, honestly. It was really, really interesting to me. So, and then seeing Joe Rogan do it and kind of the way he edits things together and the stuff they talk about, I was like, I got to find some way to use this thing. Um, apparently Anchor is thinking about, or they're trying to do something with video clips now. So I'm going to give that a shot. I'm going to try to see if, uh, next time I have a guest, if, uh, I can somehow get some video footage. Uh, I'm not going to bank on it, um, until maybe I, I'm thinking about doing an Instagram live one day and getting it screen capped or, um, doing a, a live stream on Twitch of us doing a show and recording it. And see, uh. See if I can do all the video clips from there. Uh, but anyways, um, why I got into all of this is, you know, repping the local scene, why it's important. Um, there's a lot of work that goes into stuff like this. Uh, I mean, just my show alone, uh, it takes a little bit of, I mean, like, it takes the minimal amount of effort, honestly. If I'm being a pretty, pretty blunt here, uh, I have this kind of janky-ass setup, and it's nowhere near as professional as what maybe Ethan has or Zach has with um, his other buddies. But, man, uh, it's it's a bitch trying to record sometimes. Like, it really is. Recording can be super stressful, but the end result is, like, 
I, I was super proud of that episode I made last week. If I'm being 100 percent honest, um, I was really it was like that episode was my baby. Like I got way too fucking drunk in that episode, but it was so fun, and it was really well done, and it made me so proud of myself of that work that it made me want to make another one and do another one after that and just keep doing it. And like I mentioned in the episode uh, before, that I had this little tarot card reading from my friend, and um, basically it said your newfound um, obsession or your newfound uh, thing is going to, you know, you're going to be successful. You were on a path that was destructive, that was not good for you, which is, you know, was true. Um, and then my little other card is a tarot card reading, so the other card is like you turn it around and there was a bunch of pinnacles things, which I guess are like kind of... Um, kind of like a, what's it called, a hexagram or whatever, looks like a little satanic star, um, they are basically representing like money or success, so basically it said I was going to be a lot successful, um, a way more successful if I chase the thing I, I had my eyes on, and uh, that's that's this, and that's it's music, and being in the music industry, and uh, I guess for the longest time I've always been obsessed with sound, uh, even growing up I had like, you know, I was basically borderline half deaf, half deaf, I mean, and, um, I couldn't really hear on my left ear for the longest time, but music was my obsession, just growing up, hearing music, growing up in the back of the car, like I've already mentioned thousands of times before, listen to Metallica, Megadeth, and all the hair bands that my mom and dad used to love back in the day, and then the thrash stuff, like I just mentioned, and then all my dad, my dad's side of the stuff, which is more alternative, and my brother's stuff, which is more hardcore punk, and a huge, awesome blend of music, um, from the metal rock scene and it just really influenced the way I grew up and I knew from the get-go I wanted to do something with sound uh, at first I thought I wanted to do something medically uh, to kind of help people that had the same situation as I did um, I basically had a hole in my eardrum and it prevented me from really hearing anything uh, out of my left ear I could put the balance all the way on my left earbud and turn it all the way up and it wouldn't hurt me if I did the exact same thing on my right side of my ear, or my right ear, I mean, uh, it would hurt. It would hurt really bad. So, like, there was other things to follow with that. Anyways, I had a couple surgeries. It's fixed now. Um, so here I am focused on doing this. And it's it was a hobby. It was a joke at first, honestly. Um, I downloaded this app because I saw it on Snapchat. It was like a little ad you see. And then every now and then you'll see one that's kind of like appealing to you because I guess they use that shit. They see uh, your buying patterns and other interests or whatever. And uh, this one just appealed to me and I was like, fuck it, dude. I've always wanted to do a podcast. I had mentioned it to my friends beforehand uh, a couple different times. I was like, dude, we should do a podcast. And I even did a <laughs> the earliest thing I ever did, like considered a podcast, is um, when, I, when I dropped acid like the first time my buddy Quinn. And, uh, he, uh, <laughs> we just sat out and we just recorded our whole little adventure and we sat there and talked for like, I think an hour or two. I'll have to get with them and see, uh, no last names here, not exposing anybody. Uh, obviously if <laughs> a little small group of people that knows, um, me and my friends, they might be able to figure out who it is, but until then, um, we'll just refer to him as Q dude. I already said his name, but it's whatever. So, basically, I documented that. I just put on my little uh, voice memo recorder on my phone. Just put it on record. And we sat there and just talked about nonsense for like an hour or two. And we're looking up. We're like, oh my god, do you see the grid in the sky? 
because we were like tripping at the same time. We're like, yeah, do you see that? Oh, dude, I see that too. Bro, why is the ground doing that? And like, we were just picking everything apart. And then we got super like in depth with all these conversations. Like, what if this is this? Like, what if what we see is really not what we see? We're just perceiving what they want us to see, man. Like, we got super fucking into it. <laughs> it was real stupid. If I can um, somehow upload that to um, to this, oh my god, that would be hilarious. Just to kind of like do something that's not even like a podcast, just like straight up. Here's uh, <laughs> here's the fucking trip log, and I'm just gonna post it one day. Maybe who knows? Uh, if y'all want, if y'all want that, let me know on the on the website or not the website, the the Twitter page at Chan Show on Twitter, and uh, I'll see if a uh, enough people want it i'll put it up it's just honestly it's just straight nonsense for like an hour and a half 45 minutes no an hour 45 minutes to like two hours but it was just hilarious i think that's the earliest thing of me wanting and actually taking a step to record something uh, and produce something with it and it was fun it was really fun i mean that was a that was a fun night (laughs) i'll be real honest that was a real fun night (laughs) um but anyways so where I'm getting at is it's important to support your local scene because there is a ton of work that goes into doing things as small as what I'm doing now and then fully producing a song, let alone just making a beat or, you know, all the way up to making an album. Did you think about how much work goes into finding the right rhythm to make a beat and then adding the right instruments, backing tracks, having the right instruments play? And then having people come on and play as well, try to synchronize it all together, play it all together at time, uh, at the same time and on time. And there's just so much work that goes into this stuff, guys. And then really just kind of going and recording over at my friend's house the other night, it was kind of eye-opening. And then, you know, Ethan says to me, he's like, hey, man, I think what you got going on here is a good idea. And I mentioned this in my last episode. I'm going to be a broken record here. If you don't care to hear it, skip it, whatever. Um, but basically, he was like, hey, man, you got a good thing going here. Um, I mentioned him. I was like, yeah, man, I really I really do think I do too. I want to kind of you know expand a little bit more on this and kind of chase after the music side of things. If I'm being honest, I wanted to get more on the music side of things. I want to make a band. My end goal is to make a band. Like, I'm one of my biggest things growing up is I wanted to be in a band. As I got older, I'm like, well, maybe even I'm just kind of part of it, then I'll be happy. And, you know, who knows? If you get involved in the music scene, you never know what's going to happen. I've already met some other guy, my buddy Matt, at a fucking concert, and this guy, we're trying to, you know, make something on the side. He's I basically call him my guitarist because he is kick-ass at guitar. And I met him at this one concert that I went to with my mom on a whim. It was out at Gas Monkey, and it was for uh, this band called Enough's Enough. And then, lo and behold, we started. I started to link up with my buddy uh, Mason. I don't really talk to him too too much anymore, but I met this one band called Little Universe, and they're kind of more out uh, Athens area, Tyler or whatever. And then they're really good too, and I discovered some good music. And then my buddy Troy, his band, shout out Branson, Travis, and Bo, and all them. Um, their shit's good too, and they're from out in Denton. And it's it's important to kind of realize that these little DIY or whatever it's called these um, do-it-yourself sort of groups where they're just kind of in their own houses and doing their own stuff recording on their own time with this you know it's not like a necessarily a professional setup that it's hard work that they're putting into it 
and it should be appreciated, especially if you've been on the other end of what and what they are doing, and you've actually tried to sit there and record something. You realize how much work goes into something as little as a song that might be, who knows, maybe two minutes long. It's it's eye opening. Is what I'm getting at. And Ethan said to me, he's like, man, if you continue to chase after this dream and chase that fucking dragon you'll find some success if you if you go here and have this band on you know who knows maybe they'll shout you out their next gig and they'll get them more publicity get you some more listens put your name out there and to continue to do that continue to do that and the show will grow and man man oh man the show has grown and i've taken his advice man and i've already told a couple different people yes I'm totally down to have you on um I am going to message a couple different people and tell them, hey, um, unless you want to do it with one microphone, then maybe uh, I need to do something to change my setup so we can record. Um, you know, Because what, what I did is I went to Ethan's place. Uh, I think it was actually Travis's place. And we recorded with Ethan, Ethan's setup. And it was way better than mine. Didn't even use my stuff at all, period. That was all his stuff. And it sounded great, didn't it? Anyways, I want to be able to get this this thing where I could plug all this uh, microphones into it and record it all as one track or I could separate sec- separate tracks and I can potentially put music in the background see if it's not too obnoxious anyways what I'm saying is I'm trying to expand on um, on the tools I use to make the quality way better because I can just pump these things out right and it'll just be one of those arguments where it's quantity over quality no no I prefer quality over quantity I'm not gonna put out shit and make a, you know, a pile of shit versus I can make maybe a couple of gems. That might be a humble brag or whatever you want to take it as. I would rather spend my time and fine tune and craft something I am proud of, like I did last week. Other than the last, uh, fuck it, uh, maybe 30, 45 minutes. Other than the last segment I recorded, because I was like, uh, yeah, about last night. <laughs> I got way too fucking drunk. Um, also lesson learned to not get too fucked up on my own podcast uh, take that one with a fucking grain of salt um, never gonna do that again but yeah I, I've I've taken my you know peers advice um, as far as my friend Danny and um, my buddy Ethan and I do think this is something I'm gonna chase a little bit you know more passionately now uh, the show stats look fucking amazing the biggest audience numbers I've had ever. The most listens. I'm about to break 200. That's kind of a spoiler alert, and I'll talk more about that here in a little bit. Um, but I'm on track to to do good, and I feel like um, if I keep this train moving along, I'll start to see some results that'll really make me happy. And uh, I've got only y'all to thank for that. So thank y'all again so much for the support and everything. Um, you know, everyone that really takes their time out of their day to listen to this. Whether it's you're working in a warehouse and just want to pop in an earbud and listen to your old buddy Chandler, um, or um, if you're you know linked up to the show from maybe a buddy, um, maybe I had one of your friends on and now you're giving it a listen because hey my buddy was on this and maybe now you like it. Just regardless, thank y'all so much. Uh, be sure to spread the word about the show. I'm always open to have new people on. Um, we can just chill at my place and I'll just you know get us a couple drinks or do whatever. I'm going to record and just talk about life. Could have, you know, have a couple points we'll hit. And we'll just have a good time. You can ask anyone that's been on. 
especially my last episode. I'm going to keep harping on that. It was the funnest shit I've ever fucking done when it comes to recording something. We had so much fun. Obviously too much fun. You could tell by the end we had way too much fun. But we're getting at guys. I'm always down to have more people. And I'm always looking to improve the quality of the show. Uh, and it's all because of you guys. So thank you again for taking the time to listen to me. Uh, just ramble like a fucking... Um, like a madman. <laughs> just up in my room. Always got like some fucking bottle or some uh, something to talk about, right? But anyways, I'm going to move on from this point. Um, music is real important. The local scene is real, real important. And Ethan stressed out of me. He was like, if you find the time to represent your local scene then you know you can grow your show off of that and it'll really grow you can grow with these bands and you can grow with these people and it'll become real it'll become real tight knit with all these people and then it's really important to represent the local scene because you know some of these people will never get publicity I mean that's a shame it's a damn shame like I mentioned there's a lot of work that goes into this stuff but anyways, that's going to be my point, uh, my ending point, is I'm going to focus more on having people more local to me in the DFW area, especially Forney, where I'm from, and um, try to have them on more often. I already have a couple people set up. Uh, we're going to work out some details, uh, see if we want to record with my janky-ass setup, or see if I can borrow my buddies again, or whatever is going to happen. Uh, I'm going to try to see if I can get um, some XLR mixer thing. Uh, I think it's called a Scarlet. A couple more XLR mi- microphones. See if I can educate myself on how to work this audacity thing. And I'm going to try to pace myself to make this to where uh, I don't get burned out and I can post more often. Um, I think I'm going to try to limit it to like maybe one a week. Uh, We'll see. Um, I'm doing this spontaneously. I was trying to see if I can be consistent about it. Um, I'm not going to try to hold myself to a schedule, guys, anymore. I'm going to keep you all updated on the Chan Man Show Twitter. Um... When I try to keep myself to like an every other day schedule, I burn myself out. Uh, I would have to get to where I'd be like, all right, well, I guess the more drunk I get, the more entertaining the show will be. That obviously, last week that that wasn't wasn't very uh, apparent how that worked out. Um, <laughs> it wasn't a great idea. And then um, some of the other episodes I recorded, like in the second, like if you look at the episodes in order, like the second ish season or the late end first in season, I run out of stuff to talk about and I just get drunk. And I would just ramble. So uh, I wasn't too proud about the quality of those. Uh, quality is the real big thing here. And that's what I'm kind of ended with. Is quality is what I'm chasing. I'm going to expand on my tools. Make the show a little bit more better quality wise. And uh, I'll just leave it at that. Um, but yeah, speaking about drinking. Um, I'm drinking a Cayman Jack margarita right now. Because uh, I was trying to mix some drinks earlier. Uh, but my next point, I'll be talking about uh, bartending and mixing drinks. And uh, what that's all about and why that's relevant to me. Um, without further ado, let's go and hop into the next one.
Alright, so, bartending, mixing drinks, what does that have to do with me? Well, if you have your boy Chandler on Snapchat, then you know exactly what it has to do with me. Every single day for the last like week, or a half, week and a half or so, I've been posting a video of me making drinks. Um, mixed drinks is like the new craze for me. Uh, I, I found this channel on YouTube called How to Drink. And I've been watching their stuff for like, honestly, maybe about a month and a half, two months. And then I honestly started just mixing drinks pretty passionately. Like, <laughs> I say passionately, um, but pretty consistently um, for like the last week or so. Oh, excuse me. It's already like fucking 11.15. I don't know that I'm going to have this up by the end of today. Um, and so much for having it up at 10 o'clock. I think I started recording this when it was like 10 o'clock-ish. Anyways, so um, I got into like the bartending and mixology thing like a week and a half ago, and uh, it was all like, oh, maybe you want to try to make this drink because it sounds cool. And then um, I found out my dad has this binder and this old book that he used to make drinks out of back when he was a bartender in like the 80s or something like that. So I used some of his recipes. I'm making new shit that I'm seeing on the internet. I'm making shit out of this book from like way back when. And I'm making drinks that my parents are digging. And uh, eventually, I mean, last night I had a, a kickback at my place with a couple of friends. Uh, about five, six people or so. And we, um, I basically said, hey, guys, I'm going to buy the drinks. And I'll make drinks for y'all. I'll be the bartender for the night. Uh, everyone bring stuff to eat. Like somebody bring burgers. Uh, bring fries. I'll make some cheese fries or something. Um, bring chips. Bring dip, uh, bring extra drinks if you want, like, you know, margaritas, beer, whatever. So everyone brought something, and I was serving drinks for the whole night. Man, everyone, I, I got people sufficiently drunk. I mean, people had to be taken home. <laughs> and it, do I feel bad? Um, be honest with you. I don't. I really don't. That <laughs> means I did a good job. Um, because no one complained about really it being too, too strong. Uh, except for I fucked up like right away. I was trying to make something called a kiss on the lips, which is basically a variant of a pina colada with uh, some dark rum on the bottom and then floated with some Myers rum on the top. Uh, and then you put, um, I put some dark rum in a mix with the strawberry stuff that you mix it with uh, the some daiquiri mix basically that you mix a pina colada mix. Anyways, I'll try to like dumb this down and not over explain it and lose a lot of people here. Basically. Pina colada mix, some strawberry daiquiri mix, or whatever it was. It was like this red daiquiri mix. And um, you put some equal parts um, of pina colada to that red mix. And then you cut that mix in half with the next ingredient, which is, um, let's say if I did 8 ounces of pina colada mix, I'm going to do 4 ounces of rum. So I did 4 ounces of rum in the pina colada blender. And then I did 4 ounces of a different rum. I think I did Cap Morgan and uh, the strawberry daiquiri mix. And then I blended them with ice to make it you know, real frozen. And then before I pour it in the cup, I put a little bit of dark rum in the bottom of the cup. I pour the pina colada mix just about halfway or so. The first time I fucked it up, poured way more than halfway. So basically someone just had a really strong or <laughs> real strong pina colada. Um, 
which I fixed afterwards, but I fucked it up initially. So anyways, at, going back real quick, you have the cup, put some of that dark rum at the bottom. It was like this Kraken bottle or something. I forget the actual brand. It was a dark rum. Um, put like a tiny, tiny bit, like barely to like the first line, like less than like a centimeter or so. You get the point. Very little rum at the bottom. Pour half of the pina colada mix in. Pour half of the strawberry daiquiri mix in. Um, and it's almost at the top. From about a quarter inch from the top, you want to put uh, a floater, about three quarter ounces of uh, Myers rum. Just something top shelf. Um, a darker rum. So I'd use Myers. I almost used all my Myers last night. And I'm not fucking sure. Like, I, there's probably about an ounce of Myers left. But anyways, if y'all if y'all have ever bought Myers rum, you know how fucking expensive it gets buying that shit. I just had a plastic bottle and it's all the way gone. Like it's there's barely anything left. So uh, I passed those around. Everyone fucking loved them. Uh, they're dangerous, man. You have like I had one of those and I made one with my dad to practice before everyone got there. And I was like, I made it and I looked at them after about drinking half of it. I was like, man. What is in this drink? <laughs> we're both laughing. He's like, "Well, you already got a buzz." I was like, yeah, "Well, it ain't a brain freeze." Like it, it was. It hit hard. It felt like a fucking horse just kicked me in the fucking face. I was like, "Jeez!" I was like getting like slightly dizzy, and it didn't help that we made a shot right after that that he wanted to try. But anyways, I made these drinks and I was passing them around. Um, that wasn't nece- that was like the main drink for the night. Was that and then. Um, sometimes it didn't necessarily make the full mix. I would just go ahead and make a pina colada for everybody. Uh, and then I would experiment with some drinks I've never made before. Uh, I made a drink out of, uh, root beer and I think a peach or a cherry flavor brandy. I think I did vice versa. I think I did, uh, a root beer with cherry flavor brandy and my buddy Quinn liked it. And then, um, from my buddy Chase, he had a cream soda and, uh, I made it with peach brandy. And he liked it a lot too, uh, or at least I think he did. I he always never finishes his drinks, so uh, I guess the world will never know. But I thought it tasted pretty good. I don't I don't hand anybody a drink before I taste just a tiny bit of it, one way or another. I don't make it gross and drink out of their straw or anything. But I'll pour myself something I'm about to serve them to make sure I'm not giving them an abomination. You know what I mean? Like I have a little bit of pride in what I do, and I'm not gonna make some person fucking puke. So. Uh, basically everyone liked the drinks all night long. Uh, I made some tequila sunrises for the girls. Uh, they love those. Um, I think that was about it. I made tequila sunrise, pina coladas, sex on the beach. No, not sex on the beach. Called a kiss on the lips. Uh, and then some of those root beer things. And that was probably about it. Um, I don't remember making any hurricanes, but hurricane mix was brought out. We never actually used it. But guys, I mean, it's been a fun little gig doing this i mean i'm not getting paid for it but it's real fun i don't know how to describe it other than it's just fun to mess around with all these different drinks and everything like i said before i'm I'm drinking um excuse me i'm drinking a cam and jack now because um i was gonna record some stuff today uh for the what is it still the 24th yeah it's 24th i'm gonna record some stuff for today Uh, i always do about two drinks and, well, I guess one thing, I didn't want to burn myself out. Two, um, both my parents were still home, and I try to record in private, so it's like I play music loud, and it's for kind of just part of the video. I play music, and then I mix the drinks, and that's just kind of part of the whole vibe. 
Uh, you can ask my buddy Quinn about that one because uh, he was like, uh, hey, guys, it's Chandler. Here's my bartending. And he made a little clip uh, kind of poking fun of me. But it's hilarious. I'll see if I can. I, I posted on my story the other night because I only made one drink that night. And I was not going to make another one because I was too tired. So I had um, screen recorded his little story and I posted it on mine. If you saw it, then you know what I mean. It was pretty stupid funny. But uh, anyways, I always do about two drinks or so. And uh, the last one I did was a zombie. That was really good. Um, I didn't get a good visual uh, of me putting the grenadine in at the very end and make it look like it was all bloody. But I was like extra showmanship about it. Like the fun thing about about making drinks is being very um, over the top and uh, having a little bit of showmanship. So when I make a drink, um, I, I usually start with my little silver uh, mixer shaker thing. And uh, I put one solid cube of ice that I have a little cube tray uh, where it, fuse, it makes these like inch and a half by inch and a half uh, cubes or like two inches by two inches cubes. And they're pretty big and they work really well. Um, I put one in the mixer and then I crack one uh, with an old school bar spoon. I just kind of crack it in my hand and then I crack and, and let it kind of fall into the, the shaker. That's pretty appealing. If I was at a bar, you know, someone would be like, holy shit, that's kinda, that looks cool. So already it's like a little bit more showmanshipy, um, if that's a word. But it's just when you do things like that, if you're in a bar setting, it brings eyes upon you. And then the more people that are watching and think what you're doing is cool, then, you know, potentially you're going to get better tips. Um, I don't know that I've thought about doing this as a living or something like that or maybe as a little side gig. But we'll just kind of play it by ear. Um, still employed at, a, <laughs> at Bucky's right now, so we'll see how that goes but <clears throat> anyways so uh, I make two drinks a day and I mean they would get better and better and I got to the point where um, I would garnish them and make them all fancy and I practiced doing that last night with uh, some of the chicks and guys and they fucking loved it I mean I was, I was putting uh, pineapple slices on some of the girls drinks with like a, a cherry in it or like a slice of orange or something. I don't think I actually did a slice of orange last night, but I have been doing that some of my drinks. And then doing these things called lemon twists or uh, lime twists where it's, you peel off a little bit of the skin of a, of a lemon and then you twist it and you make it kind of look like, like a spiral and it's kind of just a cosmetic thing. Uh, but it is part of the drink. Uh, if you're in like a bar setting, it looks fancy and it makes someone think you put a little bit extra effort to the drink. And like I said more effort it looks like you're putting into more showmanship you do potentially more tips um, my ex-girlfriend from like high school I used to always ask her I was like bro why do you always show your boobs when you're a waiter she's like more tip or more tits more tips so I guess that has some word to it uh, the more more you show more you show off uh, more ends up in your wallet by the end of the night which I'm not seeing jack shit because I ain't making any money right now <laughs> But my friends have offered to pay. Uh, well, all I told me the other night is, you know, as long as someone brought some food or something and it gets used at least once, um, then, you know, it, it, that's fine by me. Uh, I wasn't really too wild. I wasn't, like, too wild on asking them to pay for some of the alcohol I bought. And I'm still in a phase where I'm really excited about it. So, <laughs> I don't mind. <clears throat> but eventually I might, if I have big get-togethers and I'm actually making a lot of drinks for people I might see if they can bring some liquor themselves or you know one way or another you know equal out some of the payment that's being you know 
coming from me. Like I have to go to the, the liquor store. I have to. I spent like a hundred bucks last week on liquor, and like the other stuffs like supplies. Like I bought some nice whiskey glasses, uh, some highball glasses, which are like kind of cocktail glasses. Um, I bought some cherries. Bought some pineapple slices. I bought some replacement bottles of liquor. Bought uh, peach brandy, cherry brandy, some uh, cherry bourbon, um, which I need to actually try. And then um, some more rum. I think I got Myers rum, and it's already gone. It's just a, a variety of a variety of things. <laughs> um, and then some sweet and sour mix. I run through that shit like it's fucking candy. <clears throat> but anyways, um, it's fun doing this, man. I, I don't really know how to other to describe it other than it's just so fun. Like when you when you find something new that appeals to you, that you find interest in, it's just like all you can think about. Uh, when I was little, it was video games. When I grew up, it was music. Um, now it's just like music, doing this show, and then making drinks. So I was actually I was actually talking to some uh, friends, and um, everyone I like I know at work that has me on Snapchat is always commenting on like, dude, you know, next time we hang out, man, uh, you know, I'll, I'll match you, you know, with you know with Bud or whatever, man. But you gotta make me a drink. And everyone I know is like, oh, yeah, it's Chan, the fucking bartender man now. So everyone, like, is, <laughs> everyone sees them and they're all, like, they'll, they'll poke fun or whatever, but they like it. Like, they watch my shit every day. I have people telling me at work they watch my stuff every day and they enjoy it. <laughs> they'll be sitting there, like, two in the morning, like, stoned out of their fucking mind and they're just like, bro, this is real cool. And it's, it's, like, super intricate. I make it interesting to watch. I don't make it boring to where I'm like, you do, uh, two shots of vodka and go glug 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 <laughs> like that one fucking clip on the internet I, I make it interesting I put a little bit of music in the background I switch it every single clip I try to do so many ingredients not make it too too difficult I put the exact ingredients and the measurements um, on the screen I try to show the bottle as much as I can but I'm doing doing it from the selfie camera so it's a little like backwards you have to probably look at it in a mirror for to, to read the bottle but I put what the actual bottle is on the screen, um, like the the brands and like what kind of whiskey or whatever liquor it is on the screen. But people love it, and then I've had people ask me um, to make them certain drinks, show them how to make it, um, make or send them a recipe for their drink because they're like, "Oh, dude, that drink you made last night, it looked really cool. Can you see me the recipe real quick? Because I don't think it's on your story anymore." I've had people ask me multiple different times to do that. Now I think what I'm gonna do next show um for my next podcast is i'm going to start incorporating a mixed drink into into the show and if i if i do this to where i have like a little video clip i think i might even like i'll have like oh what's the drink of the show like what's the drink of the night and i'll be like oh it's a long island iced tea and then i'll show me a little like um a little video clip of me making it like kind of like i do on my snapchat and then kind of tie that into the, the visual part of the show that I was wanting to talk about earlier, or I was kind of wanting to include and I was talking about earlier. I don't know how Anchor is going to do that or how necessarily I can incorporate it. I need to do a little bit of research on my side of things before I uh, overpromise and under-deliver, under but I am looking to see if I can add a visual aspect to the show. That would make things pretty cool, I think. Um, but yeah, I the guys, the chicks loved it. Last night I made us some shots, uh, something called a between the sheets. That thing is real good, and it was like it's dangerous because like it, it all tastes good. The funnest part about this whole mixology and bartending thing is that you can throw a bunch of fucking liquors like 
something like a Long Island ST that has like four to five different liquors, depending on how you want to make it. And at the very end, if you made it right, you can't really taste jack shit. There's some drinks where like it's super high in the proof. I call it proofy. So it just main, means whatever it's a high alcohol percent volume, um, it's called proof. It's like 151 is uh, the proof of the, bo- of the bottle. And if you cut the proof number in half, that's the percentage of alcohol. So a bottle of 151, if you cut that in half, and the number 151, uh, I think it's like 70% or something like that-ish, um, that's how much percent of alcohol is in that whole bottle. If it's like 70, 80% or something like that fucking crazy everclear is like almost 200 proof because it's almost almost 100 percent alcohol you can't have a bottle of 100 percent alcohol by the way just to clear that little myth you cannot have 100 percent alcohol because it will evaporate uh, alcohol in its purest state does not stay liquid it evaporates uh, so just gonna clear the air on that i used to have a um, physics teacher uh well, i think he was actually an engineering teacher mr waller back in high school and I used to always say, like, man, that, that that probably tastes like 100% alcohol. And he's like, ah, you cannot have 100% alcohol. And you can't exist in the real world. I'm like, okay, buddy, you get the point. Like, I don't know. I guess I'd always over-exaggerate or whatever. But you cannot have 100% alcohol in a drink. It's impossible. It'll evaporate. But what you can do is just pour a fuck ton of alcohol, different types of alcohol, into a drink and make it undrinkable, which is what... I refuse to do, but if you do a Long Island wrong, like I said, it has four to five different liquors in it, depending on how you want to make it, it will taste like straight ass. It will taste so bad. There's there's no reason to put yourself through that kind of pain. Like, no matter what you're going through in life, it ain't worth it to drink something like that. That's a a real quick way to ruin your night and throw up in a fucking, uh, in a waffle, oh no, what was it, not a waffle house, Uh, a Whataburger uh, drive-thru line. Like, the uh, one story I told a while back when I got back from the club and I just, like, went over and <laughs> got out of the car, threw up in the fucking drive through line at Whataburger, got back in the car, and we got fries after that. But anyways, um, I have been t- doing that a little bit more semi-passionately. Uh, it's real fun for me. Uh, I do take requests on what to make. Uh, I made my one friend from work a blue, Hawa- a blue Hawaiian earlier when I first started doing this. And then I had my buddy Quinn last night ask me if I could make something with a root beer. And I took that as a challenge. I don't think of it uh, any other way than it's like, hmm, I'm getting challenged to do something. And it it makes it real fun for me. Because I'm like, oh, man, how am I going to overcome this? It's like a puzzle. For me, it's it's so entertaining. And it's so satisfying to have an end result that I'm happy with. So who knows? I'm going to try to see if I can incorporate at least, like, having a drink, um for the night or for the show and then trying to see if I can record it post it maybe I'll put it on my snapchat I'll record it on my snapchat put it there and then I'll record the full thing and I'll put it on my twitter we'll see um I'm still gonna kind of play around with that idea but um yeah last night was a blast uh thank you to everyone that came um hopefully I can do something like that sometime soon I'm supposed to be inviting some work friends over and hopefully it won't uh go too as well as it did last night because I do work with these people so <laughs> we'll see but anyways that's uh, bartending and mixology that should be my last little point to talk about for that um, my last little point I'm going to be talking about for the show is um, the show itself and uh, the numbers and how it's doing 
Um, but that'll be after uh, this little short little break. So we'll be right back. guys we'll be wrapping things up here with my final segment what's the final segment you say well final segment is about the Chan Man show itself um, and I'll be going over some numbers and um, why am I why am I doing this like I mentioned earlier the show is doing surprisingly well um, I mean even as of like fucking what I just refreshed the page and it went up one more total play I'm not sure if that was for me fucking around and hitting a play button something earlier on my phone but I don't think I think it recognizes your IP address or whatever it's called and won't re-up the amount of plays you do if you just sit there and press the play button over and over from my phone so I don't think that's how it works but anyways I'll just come straight out and say it so I said we're almost about to break a hundred or 200 listens uh, the last milestone for me was 100 it's at 198 it was 197 like I want to say like 40 minutes ago. And my estimated audience size has always never really been more than like three or four. Guys, it's 23. The estimated audience size is 23. 23 different people. That's fucking crazy. 23 people. That's that's makes me that makes me so happy. And I can see my my podcast performance over time. So like right before 2020, I think I'd started um, my crazy stories episode or whatever. I had like seven plays or something like that. Uh, it was like in December, I think. And then I kind of stopped for a little bit. Didn't really publish anything for a while. And then I started posting it again in January. I was like, go back, bitches. And I had my little tool episode. Um, I didn't really have a whole lot of listens. I think I had 12 listens here, 16 episodes, or 16 listens back in December, 12 like just after 2020. Uh, 23 uh, in February. Um, it wasn't really a whole lot, but it did pick up again. Uh, fuck, I want to say a couple months ago, but I didn't do the show for a little bit. I, I kept I kept doing these little pauses where like I lose motivation to do the show because I I'd, I'd overthink it. I would overthink myself to death. 
about the quality of the show. Like I was mentioning earlier, the quality is a big thing for me. I don't want to just push out shit episodes where I sit here, rant, ramble, kind of, I mean, kind of like I'm doing now, but I feel like there's a decent little bit more quality now that I have a decent mic and then I'm taking it semi, a little semi more seriously and talking about more important things. I'm not going to sit there and fucking talk about the coronavirus for like every single week. I'm not like that kind of podcast. I, I want to talk about more interesting and diverse things. I like I like to entertain. I guess that's just something. I've always grown up. I like to entertain, which is really weird for me because I'm, I'm ADD. You can probably tell in a lot of these episodes I'm super ADD. And I cannot focus on a singular point. And I'll just go off on a whole bunch of different tangents. It's so hard, it's so distracting, and it sucks so much being ADD like me because I cannot focus for like longer than two seconds. That itself right there was a little rant that I wasn't even supposed to go on. That was not part of this segment, but it happened because your boy doesn't know how to shut the fuck up. But anyways, so I have been looking at this and how well it's been doing, and it's been doing really well. Um... Just recently, I hit like over like 150, and then I'm looking at it now. It's at 198. It's two away from 200. Two away from 200. I got 23 estimated listens, or estimated uh, audience size. That's that's crazy for me, because like I said, I used to always just be floating around a couple of people. Like I, I can count on my hand how many people listen to it. But the last episode, y'all, 23 listens. By itself, I had 23 listens. That's the most I've had. I think it's the most I've had ever. Oh, actually, no, I had my episode two guests tonight where I had my buddy Quinn and Chase on. Um, that was like in February. I had 25 listens. Um, but I think it's just gone up over with, with time. And the only other one that comes close is uh, my Crazy Stories podcast where I had about nine, 19 listens. That that particular podcast is a little little incriminating i probably need to go back and delete that one there's a little bit too much sometimes i talk about and have uh people's names included and like that i probably shouldn't um it's been like oh yeah my, my friend a was like here want to want to snort coke on in the bathroom no just kidding for for legal reasons that's a joke um but I thought that was fucking crazy, man. And then after that episode, like I mentioned before, I had multiple people reach out to me. They're like, hey, love the show. Would love to be on sometime. Um, and they're like talking about, hey, I'm releasing a single soon. I want to be on. Um, maybe play something for y'all. And I, that, that's what I want to happen. This is, it's all coming together. And it makes me super happy to see it happen like this. Because when I had Zach on the other night... It was just—it just felt so comfortable. It felt right. Like I wanted to have a live performance on, and he did, and he rocked the house, and he fucking played amazing. And then I had uh, the Crystal Meth Cowboys come on after that for a little uh, change of pace, and they're fun too, man. That those guys had a fucking party. It was—it's just awesome and it's eye-opening to see how much, how natural it felt for me. Um it really just kind of made me realize that I'm thinking about pursuing this, you know, as a potential career. Um, I say that lightly because obviously I have not made a cent, a dollar off this. I haven't made a penny off of this right now. I have the potential to, I mean, I'm looking at anchor right now and there's a tab for money to make money. It shows you, 
shows you how um, to get sponsorships and everything. So I have to go back and look and see how it works. But man, I I think this would be a real cool way to make some cash on the side. I mean, especially if I get more people listening to this and then if y'all don't mind, I might even sell out and do a little little sponsored thing. Like, um, you know, everyone's like, oh yeah, this thing is cool, but you know what's cooler than that? And they're like, Raid Shadow of Legends! And they do their fucking advertisement thing. (laughs) I won't sell out if y'all don't want me to for at least a while. Um, I might eventually make like a little Patreon or something like that um, to where I can get more cool gear. And if y'all are loving the show and y'all want to help out then let me know if that's something I should invest in is making a Patreon um, if you're not sure what a Patreon is it's like donating uh, it's like a little PayPal or something like donating to me to keep the, sh- the show going essentially which right now I mean it's I'm not running off of it for free I mean it doesn't cost me money to run this show but to get new things it'll obviously cost me money um, but well, that's just something for later on it's just something to think about but uh, sponsorships I thought about recording one I even tried and I think I did get one successful recording but I listened to it and I was like bro boo fuck that I ain't gonna you know sell out right away on this podcast I wanted to get a decent following first and then I don't think if I have a if I have a sponsor I can't have all these like copyright songs um, it just it doesn't work that way so I got to invest in, um, you know, this technology, this soft technology, the software, um, Audacity, which is free. So I'm not worried about, you know, money with that at least. And then I want to see if I can get some non-copyright music to do my transition intros. See if I can get, um, you know, the okay for my friends to maybe, you know, throw some of their music in here so I don't get in trouble. Um, good. But it is starting to look like... If I don't chase this, uh, this dragon, like my buddy Ethan was saying, chase this thing a little bit more, that's something I need to invest in, uh, or at least be mindful of. But that's kind of where the plans are for the show is. Um, I want to have, you know, more people on, live people, like live songs, I mean, uh, being played. A big part of the show is music. You always hear me talk about music, and I need to change the description for the show because I say I talk about everything. But music is a big one. Music is the big one. Um, like I said before, I've wanted to be in the music industry for a while. I play music myself. I play the electric guitar, obviously the acoustic as well, but um, and I also play the bass guitar. Uh, recently, just got myself set up with a bunch of pedals uh, and a pedal uh, board. I've got like a wall pedal, distortion pedal, um, a delay pedal, a um, what's it called a reverb pedal. Um, bunch of different pedals and it's so fun to fucking sit around and mess around the music and the sounds and even got into writing like I wrote one riff myself that was really heavily tool inspired and just playing it and getting it to where I want it to be was real cool and now I have, I have the software that can record my own shit and maybe I can just record my own shit and do my own transitions which is something my one friend Danny's been saying hey dude if you play your own guitar and you know add something different to your podcast people are going to notice that and listen to it and it'll be interesting I think she's 100% right um, I think that's something I need to chase I need to do that a little bit more you know seriously um, am I nervous about that fuck yeah I mean I've done it before I've even done a little full cover of 
um, something in the way by Nirvana, or it wasn't, I don't think it was a full cover, but you get what I'm saying. I, I did this one cover and it was kind of, eh, um, but it, it made me hella nervous, like, you know, doing what I want to do and then being afraid of how people are going to perceive it. it. It's very different, but what, after I've done this podcast for so often, I'm not afraid of hearing that other people listen to the show, but what still does get under my skin, and this is just fucking triggering me thinking about it, is um, I was in the room hearing myself talk at my buddy's house. He's like, I, I was like, here, why don't you play something? And he's like, yeah, sure, man. I, oh, he's like, oh, I got you. And he starts playing my podcast, and I was like, wait, what is that? And he shows me, and then I recognize who's fucking talking. I'm like, no, turn it off, turn it off. And I couldn't fucking stand to hear myself. I just could not. I don't know what it was. I just immediately went red in the face. I was like, dude, oh my God, stop, 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 stop. And the other day, it was even worse because I was, I was about to go to bed, and um, he's like, hey, why don't you check the Snapchat from Angel? And I'm like, okay. And they're all over my one friend Alyssa's house, and he's taking a little, like, pan. He's panning around the room, recording all of them, and you can hear something going on in the background on the TV. And. He finally pans all the way over to the TV after showing me a room full of people, and it's me, my podcast on the TV playing, and I'm still on FaceTime with that, or no, I think I'm on a, a voice call with him at that point, and as soon as I see my little logo on the TV, I'm like, no, turn it off, turn it off, and they're like, no, well, you gotta come hang out if you want to turn it off, so I, 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 you know what I did? I drove my, drove my ass fucking clear all the way over to fucking Terrell. And uh, I hung out with them that night because I was like I could not, <laughs> could not stand, <laughs> could not stand the thought of people listening to me. But, but I do love to entertain. So it's like I don't know what it is. It's just a, a nervous thing or it's just something I can't get over. Um, I don't know. I I think I I do um, love what I do, and I do love this as a little hobby. Um, <laughs> just fucking hearing myself. Uh, as much as I try to be professional, they're, they're playing like one of my older episodes too. And I was like, Oh my God, it's so cringe. Please turn it the fuck off. Please, please, please. And it, they're just fucking with me, but, oh man, I'm, I'm glad, um, the quality of the show has definitely improved a lot because it was, it was pretty fucking painful at first. Uh, I had some friends ask me cause they're starting to watch it or listen to it uh, at work. And I told them you can probably just skip to the, like the last season so far. <laughs> Because it was real painful before. I mean, it's all, like, raw. I mean, like, it's all, like, raw emotion and everything. Because I, I used to use this as a venting, like, a little a means to venting all, like, the stress and all the, the negative shit out of my life. So, like, I just had someone to talk to. And it was really, I was really nervous about it at first. And then I would just get really drunk, so I wouldn't really care. And I would just sit there and ramble. But now what I do is, is I come in my room, I, I put... I turn off all the lights, I turn on my little red lights that go around my room, I put on some cool visuals on my TV, um, and then I kind of just make sure I got my key points here that I'm going to talk about for the night, and I've got my laptop open now, I'm looking at the little recording software go, and this is just kind of how I do my thing. I sit here with the drink in my hand, and I ramble, and I, I go on and on and on until someone uh, comes in here and tells me to shut the fuck up, or I get bored, um, and I'm not getting bored, but I am kind of running out of things to talk about for tonight. Um, I just wanted to talk about basically how the show is doing, uh, how many listens it's gotten on that last episode and the audience size and how many total listens. Like I said, it's almost over 200 
that's completely because of y'all. Thank y'all so much for spreading the word for the show. Uh, if you do want to be on the show, be sure to hit me up at my my own twi- my own Twitter, and then also the show's Twitter at Chanman Show. Uh, hit me up on Snapchat as well if you got me on there. Um, be sure to send voice messages. You can you can send voice messages through Podium. Uh, I tried to get this thing on Apple Podcasts uh, earlier. Um, it might have just done it for my phone, but I haven't found a way to get it actually on there yet. It's where it's syndicated from there, or whatever it's called, where it's um, put on there as well, rather than just Anchor and Spotify. But you can hear uh, me on Anchor or Spotify. On Anchor, you can actually send me voice messages and stuff, and I can play them on the show. Um, so that's something that's neat that I've always tried to get people to do. It hasn't really caught on yet, but feel free to give it a shot. Uh, if you've got friends that you know um, have their own little local thing going on, or if you're part of a little local scene, uh, be sure to give me a shout, man. I would love to have more musical talent on the show. Um, I'm definitely down to have more people on the show as well. So if you you know feel like hanging out, maybe uh, for a couple hours one night, want to talk about some something, and shoot the shit, and maybe bring up a couple cool points of something you've thought about recently that you think I, we could probably address on the show, then fuck it, hit me up, and I'm down. I'm game. Uh, it's been real fun uh, this last week or two, kind of finding more things I'm interested in, interested in, and I'm glad people are liking the things I do when it comes to making these little bartending videos. It's fun, and people love it when I make this podcast. Fuck, 23 people listened to it the other night, and I had a couple people hit me up to be on the show. Even, I, I forgot about one, I've, I had this one guy offering to be on the show a couple different times at work. So that's three people right there in the last, you know, fucking month. A uh, couple in the last week or two, actually. But anyways, always down to have more people on. Be sure to hit me up at Chanman Show. That's the show's Twitter. I uh, try to keep updates there as I go along. Uh, plans for the future is to have more people on. Do something similar like last week uh, more often. Um, I definitely am looking to expand on the the tools I'm going to have for the show, make it a little bit better quality wise. Um, I'm going to have a little bit more editing into it. When I do these, honestly, if you can't tell, I hit record and I don't edit it. I don't cut it. I don't do anything like that. The most editing I do is, um, the little janky transitions (laughs) where I turn it up or turn it, I turn it down, try to make it sound cool. Like it's fading in or out. That's like the most shit I do. But anyways, um, let me know uh, what y'all think. Um, oh, as far as scheduling, I mentioned earlier that I'm not going to try to hold myself to a schedule. Uh, ideally, uh, I would try to do something a week, uh, maybe once a week, even if it's just myself. But um, it's not always going to be like that. I'll keep it updated on the show's Twitter. Um, I'm going to keep you know harping on that more and more because I'm going to try to make that be the more... Uh, be the spot where I show the, the most effort of keeping updates uh, with the show on. Um, I don't really try to do it too much on my Twitter. Uh, I will tweet something from the show's Twitter and then retweet it or comment something uh, off of mine as well to kind of put it out there because I have more followers on my main account. But uh, that being said, be sure to go give all those socials a, a follow. Be sure to follow the guys from last week. I have all their info in the description of the, the episode. Um, be sure to spread the word about the show. Uh, and uh, I'm going to be wrapping up after this, guys. Um, thank you all for tuning in as much as you all do. Um, I couldn't do this, guys, without you alls interest in the show. 
So love you guys. Thank you very much. Um, but I'm out of here for tonight. So thank y'all very much. Uh, without further ado, um, keep calm and rock on or whatever the fuck the, the outro is. Uh, till next time, guys. Rock on. <laughs>